back, Lobos, to Honest Tea with Shaq HP. What's going Hello, on? Hello, everybody. How are you two doing today? Pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Good. You guys doing good in school? Getting through? We're ha at the halfway mark this week, right? Or is it next week? Midterms. Midterms, man. They're here. Yeah. And they're real. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't want to talk about it. I really don't. <laughs> I know. On top of midterms, I've been thinking about getting my flu shot, though. Ah, uh, Leah, that is such a great segue. Today, guys, we have, um, we're going to be talking about the flu vaccine and the possibility of having a twin pandemic. What does that look like with the flu and COVID happening now? So we have our guest speaker and our awesome boss and Shaq's executive director. Dr. James Wilterding. Welcome, Dr. Wilterding. Well, uh, well, thank you for having me here today, and, and hello to all the Lobos. I'm glad to be joining with you today. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Dr. James Wilterding, and I am one of the physicians who sees students at Shack, and I've been here um, about eight years. Um, and I'm also um, one of the directors of Shack, so I'm a, a co-interim executive director right now, along with Dr. Beverly Kleppel. Um, and uh, I'm really pleased to join you today and to talk a little bit about the upcoming um, season of, of infectious disease that is that we're looking at. That sounds awesome. Like. I don't know about you all, but like on TikTok lately, there has been like a lot of like TikTok certified doctors, I guess. And everybody's like posting these crazy videos. But like, I feel like if you do go and do the research online or something, a lot of that evidence isn't factual. So I think it's great that we have a real life doctor here telling us the do's and the don'ts. I couldn't agree with you more, Chris. TikTok is not a good source of information, folks. Please utilize us. Please go to our website. We will help you. We will take our time. We'll Zoom with you and we'll help you find some factual information. Great. I, that's, yes, Chris. Yes. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Wilterding, we're so excited to have you and get to have you on our podcast, our new and improved way of giving our Lobos information. Um, speaking of information, we have quite a bit of questions for you today. And we're hoping that you can help give our Lobo some answers. So, Great. awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So the first set of questions I guess I have is when you, when students get their flu shots or when anyone gets their flu shots, how long does that flu shot normally last? And is it like instant immunity or does it take some time to build that immunity? So the flu vaccine, um, it's not actually live flu. Um, it's um, developed in a way so that um, it very safely stimulates your immune system to make antibodies to the, to the um, flu. And actually every year, um, we have to come up with a different formulation uh, for that season's um, circulating flu strains. And there's uh, always at least two strains in the vaccine. And one of the challenges about flu challenges challenges uh, that we have with influenza is that um, every year it's a little bit different, um, and so um, our immunity from the previous year won't necessarily protect us for the following year. Also, 
um, with this type of virus, our immunity um, wanes over time, so it diminishes. Um, so when you get a flu shot, um, we, it, it, it causes your body to have that reaction and, and it takes a few days for you to start developing the antibodies so that you're protected from the flu. Um, and um, probably you could, you could say about a week would be long enough uh, to start having some immunity. Um, and then it protects you through that season. Um, and and uh, then the next year, um, you might still have a little bit of that immunity left over and it might still be the same strain or similar, but it could very well be a different one. Uh, so it's important to get a new shot every year. Okay, thank you for answering that. Leah, I know you had a couple of questions as well. Yeah, that's super great to know. I was wondering, like, why should you get a flu shot? And how accurate are the flu shots normally every year, the new one that comes out? Right. So in any year, I think there's two main reasons why you should get a flu shot. The first one is to protect yourself. So what um, surprises people a lot of times is how um, sick the flu can make you. Uh, and in any given year, we have about 200,000 hospitalizations uh, in the United States. People get sick enough to be hospitalized. Uh, and then we have also a substantial number of deaths from that. So, um, you know, you, you really should get a shot regardless of your health status, but particularly if you fall into a category of an individual who might have an underlying health condition uh, or an immune disorder or anything like that, um, certainly for people who are very young, so for children, uh, their immune systems aren't mature and for, and for older people, their immune systems aren't as active. Um, those individuals uh, definitely need to get flu shots as well. Um, and then the a second reason that it's really important to get a flu shot is to um, protect those around you. So I'm sure that with the pandemic and all the information that we've, that's been out there about the pandemic, you've probably heard about herd, heard, heard about herd immunity, <laughs> uh, the concept of herd immunity with H-E-R-D. Um, like a herd of goats. <laughs> so um, uh, we want enough people to be immune to have antibodies in their body so that the, so that they don't, um, so that the, the disease influenza doesn't get passed along through the general population. It's our big problem right now with COVID-19 is none of us have immunity to it and we don't have a vaccine for it. So um, the only way that you can potentially get immunity is to be infected with it. And that's not a great way to get immunity because um, we know what, what it can do to people. So um, at least with influenza, we have the option of creating this herd immunity and, and protecting the pack for UNM, but really for, for um, the broader community. Uh, and in our case, it would be to protect um, vulnerable people in, around you. It might be your it might be your family members, um, friends. It could be it could be classmates that have um, problematic health conditions that put them at risk. So it's really an act of uh, public health to get an immune uh, to get a flu vaccination. Um, and um, you know, I think I think um, as we as we step back in the pandemic, this time of the pandemic, and realize how interconnected we are uh, and how um, what one person does can really impact others. I think it, it's, it's a, an opportunity to act on that and do something positive to prevent 
um, people at risk from being ill are having a bad outcome. That's a great point. I mean, time and time again, um, we hear that prevention is the key to keeping our population safe. I think it was like in what, the 19, maybe 18, 1900s when even Benjamin Franklin said, you know, a pound of prevention is worth an ounce of cure. And so we've known that for so long that by getting the flu shot, you're preventing yourself, not only yourself from getting sick, but others around you. That's a really mm -hmm. good point. Right. Chris, what about your uh, questions that you had? Okay, so like, I don't know about you all who've noticed, but like people my age, well, I don't know if it's all people, but definitely my friend group <laughs> and myself, like, we, yes, like I, I think of the worst possible situations constantly. And um, like the other day I had like a tickle in my throat and it was probably just allergies or like from the smoke. And I was like, oh no, I have COVID. Like, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be sick. Um, so on that note, like how could like a student like myself and others know the difference between like the flu and COVID? And also, is there like a possibility of a twin pandemic? That, that's a terrific question. And, um, you know, one of the things that we worry about, we we in healthcare, healthcare providers worry about is the fact that um, you really can't tell the difference between um, the symptoms of flu and COVID. They overlap um, very, very much. There's, there's maybe, in fact, they overlap so much that we would never feel comfortable saying just based on a person's symptoms, oh, this is COVID or oh, this is influenza. We could never say that. We would have to test you to know for sure. So, um, you know, uh, uh, one of the benefits of getting vaccinated for the flu is that um, while, it, while no vaccine is 100% effective all the time, um, the, the vaccine is, has a high enough of an effect rate that, that if you have those symptoms and you've had a flu shot, um, it makes it much more likely that it's due to something else. And, it, and really the, the list of what it could be due to is not just COVID and flu. It could be the common cold causing these symptoms. It could be mono. It could be, um, it could be even a, a potentially like a, a bacterial infection that can cause uh, pharyngitis or a sore throat. Um, so, so the reason I say all those things is if you do get those symptoms, it's really important that you um, seek care, um, even if you've had a flu shot, so that we can sort through all of that for you. But the benefit of having a flu shot is that it, ta it, it takes one thing sort of off the table. At least, it, at least it's much less likely to be influenza. Or, and this is something people don't really think about a lot, but you can, you can be sick with more than one thing at the same time. So it would be really bad to, to, to have flu. You, you could theoretically have flu and COVID at the same time. And that would be really bad news because you could be very, very ill uh, if that occurs. That's, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many different things that it can occur. And I think that's what brings a lot of our students stress and anxiety. I told Chris he didn't have COVID. I said, you know, just drink lots of water. <laughs> and if all else fails, call Shaq and talk. Um, you can speak to someone on our COVID line, of course. Um, but it's, it's a reality for students. It's a reality for everyone now. Like, you don't know if you can die or you're going to live. Um, is it, I know Chris brought up the, his question about the possibility of a twin pandemic. Mm -hmm. So if people 
don't get the flu shot, am I correct in saying that we can have heightened flu cases as well as a heightened prevalence of COVID at the same time? We sure can. We, we, um, we're at risk for that because the way that both influenza and, and SARS, the SARS, the coronavirus, which causes COVID-19, are spread is very, very similar. And that's through um, primarily through droplets um, that come out of our mouth and our nose when we um, cough, laugh, or sneeze, but also when we sing or yell or um, really even just just with breathing. So this is a very interesting question and, and it's something that we're learning about all the time because in reality, we're still learning so much about COVID. We know a lot about influenza, but we're learning a lot about COVID and how it's spread. Um, and what we're learning is, is the primary way it's spread is through um, being uh, in close proximity to an infected person. And that, that would be during the phase of an infection when that person is shedding the virus. And the virus lives in the secretions in our nose and in our mouth um, primarily. So, so if you're close to somebody and, um, and they're doing any of those activities and, and really um, breathing would be the least uh, um, uh, risky and yelling would be the most risky or cough, really sneezing, um, people can really project those particles out in front of them when they sneeze. Um, so that's why we're talking about the importance of wearing masks uh, and maintaining some distance. Um, and it's proving to be very effective. In fact, the surgeon, uh, the uh, director of the Centers for Disease Control just recently um, collected all that data and presented it to Congress and said, you know, if, if all Americans mask uh, when they were in public and um, maintain six feet of distance, we would have the the, this pandemic under control and within six to 12 weeks. Uh, wow. And that's just kind of, that's new information that we're gathering all the time. But, um, and so, so there is the potential for twin pandemics, but also most likely the, these, these precautions that we're all advised to take. Um, uh, and certainly we've done a good job in New Mexico uh, through our New Mexico Department of Health. Um, and then more locally here at UNM, uh, um, with the different programs we have, encouraging people to, to, to mask and to, to maintain their social distance. Um, but by doing that, we think we can really reduce the chance of even um, influenza being spread as well. So two ways to really protect yourself, get a flu shot uh, and um, also do the things that you need to do for COVID because it's gonna help protect us from uh, influenza likely too. Thank you for that information, Dr. Walterding. Um, so I know that students can buy masks at multiple places on, around town. Um, our Lobo Prevention Pack that we had as our first guest speakers a couple weeks ago are walking around campus with masks to give you all. Um, but Leah, can you tell us where students can get their flu shots? Yeah, of course. If you go to shack.unm.edu, our website, and the tabs at the top, if you click wellness, there's a drop down box. If you click influenza, and um, there's an overview of all the flu shot clinics and influenza updates. And for right now, the fall of 2020, UNMH is doing drive through shot clinics, and their calendar is up on our website under well the wellness tab as well. There's also a walk up main event. Um, 
at UNM in the sub. So please look at that. And students, you can always schedule an appointment with Student Health and Counseling by calling Shack, um, and or you can attend any of the UNMH drive-through clinics or the walk-up main flu shot clinic at UNM, a main campus this year. Yeah, so those are all great resources. Thank you, Leah. And if all else fails, let's say, I know we have a couple people who listen to us from Bangladesh. So shout out to our Bangladesh um, students. There's some students uh, in Germany who are listening to us. You know, all our logos are all around the world. So you can always go to your local pharmacy as well, and they can potentially give you a flu shot too. Um, there's many ways to get flu shots and not many excuses to not get one. So on that note, Lobos, thank you, Dr. Welterding, again for joining us. We're so excited to have you on. Um, we hope to see you back for some more fun podcasts. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. And I, I want to wish everyone a healthy and safe um, remainder of the semester um, at, at, as, and, and the best of luck on your academic activities. <laughs> Well, we need that. I'm sure everyone else needs that. Right, guys? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. most definitely. As always, Lobos, thank you for listening to us. This is Honest Tea with Shaq HP. Until next time. See you later. See you later.